Hey, what's up? It's the Bear Ash Podcast. I'm the better of the two of us, Manny. And I'm the lesser of the two of us, Chase. And today might end up being a really long show. This cigar that we have today. I'm sorry, what was that? (laughs) As opposed to our other ones? (laughs) Oh my gosh, yeah, we planned for like 30 minutes and it ends up being two hours. I mean, I planned for 15. (sighs) So... I don't know if we're going to make it, but we have a cigar that's probably going to smoke a couple hours. Mm. The Liga Privada Unico Siri Feral Flying Pig by Drew Estate. Oh, yes. Uh, I think I believe we both have already lit this cigar, correct? Lit it, yep. It's, uh, this is awesome so far. Oh, how did you acquire yours, Manny? <laughs> you know what? Funny you should ask, a dear friend, oh wait, it was you, Oh, gave it to me. That's right. Um, and you had sworn that uh, I'd never had one before, which is not true, which is a no, lie. No, 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 I swore that you did have one before. Oh yeah, the opposite. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> so you were, you were swearing on all your children's lives. Um, Maybe not all I, of my children. Right, just the bad ones. Mm-hmm. That I had had one of these before, and I said, no, Chase, I haven't. I have not had a feral pig. I had a UF-13. And you're like, no, Manny, you had a feral pig. I was there, and I was with you when you had it, and I remember it. That's a really good impression of me. Thanks. Yeah. Um, yeah, but, I mean, after we talked about it, I, I realized that I was wrong, and I'm sorry for that, you know? I realized that at that time I must not have been a great friend because I think I brought the feral pig and a UF-13 and then decided to quote-unquote gift you the lesser of the two. I'll tell you what. Whatever you did before to hurt me or or do me wrong, this cigar (laughs) makes up for it. For all of it? All of it. Wow. Send you one of these once a month. All the times you held my head down and kicked me and invited your friends to pull my clothes off, this makes up for it. Yeah, all those, all seven of those times. <laughs> and you're my only friend. <laughs> oh. uh, interesting thing about this cigar. I guess not interesting. Maybe it is. But, uh, it does have I would a- hope so. <laughs> Otherwise, don't mention it. Well, it could be another chase thought. Um, oh, God. But, uh, but uh, Manny, you did, before we started this uh, recording here, you did ask me how you should clip this cigar. Um, I did, because it had a weird little pigtail on the end. It does have a weird little pigtail, which thankfully is made up of the cap. The material on the cap is just extended, and that's how they, they twist it up and then curl it up in a little pigtail. So you can still just clip the cap off like any normal cigar. I did. Hmm. So, man. Oh, goodness. I, I know. I know. I think the whole podcast is going to be you and I going, mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm, I mean, we'll see what happens, but this is awesome so far. If I were to describe it, um, it's a pretty dense cigar. Mm-hmm. It's got, like, a perfect, super oily wrapper on it. Yeah. All my spit is beating up. It's not even absorbing into the tobacco. Nope. Um, it's really smooth, very well blended, full flavored, not yet full bodied, although I'm prepared for it. Mm-hmm. I got to be honest, I'm a little scared about the strength, Chase. Mm-hmm. I've been reading a lot about it. 
Yep. And everyone says it's got a lot of strength to it. It's oozing juices and nicotines and such. Mm. So I, I prepared. How did you prepare? I ate a bowl, two bowls of spicy chili <laughs> and had three shots of tequila. This sounds about right for preparing for your stomach to be upset. <laughs> I thought, well, you, you got to have food it, in your was stomach. Was it more of just courage, building up the courage? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And then, uh, you know, I had a couple Tums, and I guzzled about a uh, half gallon of water, and uh, now I'm here. I got Tums on deck, and I've got a few drinks. I'm pairing mine with a Heineken right now. Ooh. It's very good. Yeah, I do feel like that this cigar, a lot of people would recommend pairing this with a bourbon, and I don't think that that's a bad recommendation. I was just about to say, if I had gone with my smoky scotch, it almost would have overpowered some of the flavors that I'm enjoying from the cigar. Yeah, I was just going to say, you almost want something that's going to be very mellow. That way you can really just experience the deliciousness of the cigar. Mm-hmm. What you I, drinking over there? Well, Manny, as you well know, I'm just trying to get over a little bout of gout. Oh, King's disease. Yeah, so they call it, although there's nothing kingly about... Just sitting around crying in pain. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so I decided to pair mine with a large glass of water. Um, I do also have a mango hibiscus pure leaf tea that I just kind of had randomly left over in my truck. So I decided to also bring that out in case I want a little flavor. But I'm not going to recommend that as a pairing. <laughs> it's just what I had. That's non-alcoholic. Oh, goodness. I don't know that I have had a cigar, actually, since our last episode, um, which was Pipes, now that I think about it. <laughs> oh, yeah. So it's been a couple weeks since I've had a cigar, um, and I'm so glad that we're kicking it back off with this one. Yep. You know, uh, it's been also been probably about a week and a half, two weeks since I had a cigar, so I wanted, I wanted something substantial. Hmm. Yeah. Well, this I just while you were talking, real quick, I had to reach over with my foot and open one of the windows because it's, it's getting really smoky out here in the barn. Yeah, this cigar does put off a ton of smoke. Yeah, and it'll do that the entire cigar. I've had a couple of these, um, and I do have to say that this per one I probably had in my humidor for about a year, and the other two that I've smoked, I've smoked pretty fresh out of the. Uh, you know, out of the uh, cigar spot that I, you know, the, what's it called? Why am I blanking? Store. Thank the you. store. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> my, my brain, I am going to warn you and everyone else. My brain's not really firing all cylinders tonight. Um, Why not? Honestly, I don't know. I've just, I think the gout got to my brain, you know? Oh, might have. Yep. But, uh, all that wine and cheese. And yep. Liver. Yep. All that pate. <laughs> that liver. Um, but, uh, anyways, uh, the last two times that I have had a cigar, it's been, uh, pretty soon after purchasing it, uh, this cigar specifically. Um, so yeah, one thing I am noticing right off the bat is that it is not as strong and overpowering as I remember the last two to be. Do you think it mellowed after having sat in the humidor for a while? I think it might have, yeah. I mean, it's friggin' delicious, though. I mean, even though I took it out of the cellophane and just smelt it. And I mean, it did. It literally smelt it. Smelt, yeah, smelt it. Is that not a? <laughs> is that not a word? That's yeah, a type of fish. It is a word. Yeah. Well, I mean, how would you describe? I was smelling it. I work with someone who doesn't pronounce D's at the end of words. 
Yeah? Give me an example. Like, like stupid. Oh, yeah. That, that's that's <laughs> pretty stupid sounding. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, anyway. Um, when, when I was smelling the cigar, when I took a whiff, is that better? <laughs> no. It did, honestly, it smelled like a straight up, like, like dark chocolate bar. Mm-hmm. It just has a lot of notes of chocolate. This would be good with chocolate, actually. Mm-hmm. I've done that maybe just a couple times where you just have some chocolate to eat while you're smoking the cigar. Oh. This would be a good one. Oh, my. Well, uh, hey, a little about the cigar. Um, this is obviously, we said it is the uh, Liga Privada Feral Flying Pig by Drew Estate. Um, it is at, it says 5.30 inches, but let's just, let's just say five and a quarter inches, um, by a 60 ring gauge. It's so, a funny shape to it. It does. It is, uh, what would be known as a perfecto, uh, but it's a very large perfecto. Is that all the stats you have on it? <laughs> no, I, I thought, I heard you breathe, and I thought you were about to say something. So anyways, uh, it no, is a... heavy conne- breathing. <laughs> just really enjoying that cigar. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a uh, Connecticut Broadleaf wrapper. Um, this description says wrapper country unknown, but I believe it's the United States. <laughs> yes, that's correct. <laughs> um, the filler is Honduran and Nicaraguan. And the binder is a Brazilian Montefino binder. Um, and that, that's, that's pretty much the stats on the feral pig. Now, what do you know about the development of this cigar? Anything? Um, <laughs> no, no, I do, I do know. Dude, I, I had an article from Drew Estate's website that, for some reason, started sending me somewhere else right before we started recording this. Um, but to my understanding... It's a cigar that Drew Estate came out with as kind of like a thank you to all the people who supported the Unico series. Um, like they just rolled this specifically to get you know a similar blend to all the other Liga Privadas, uh, just in like a special size cigar that you're not really going to find in any other brand or type. I mean, obviously Liga Privada makes the Flying Pigs now, which uh, I believe are is also 60 ring gauge, but it's a shorter. I don't know the exact length on the flying pigs, but it is a shorter length. Um, so yeah, they, th- I was reading an article about this cigar and they were talking about how um, it really is not a moneymaker, which I think is funny considering one of the reviews that I think you were going to read tonight about how it's overpriced. <laughs> uh, I also have some business advice for Jonathan Drew if he's selling things that don't make money. Yeah, well, that's why it's more of a thank you. <laughs> Yep, that uh, I guess they only have two rollers that roll this cigar specifically. Um, and they roll, I think it said 100 and something a day, 113 a day. Whoa. Yeah. But originally they were only put out at, uh, which, I mean, it's still a lot of cigars, but 2,000 cigars, 2,000 boxes per year. Yep, yep, I was just reading that. Yeah. But, I mean, it is... I'd say it's probably the king of the Liga Privadas, if you will. Yeah, so I had a UF-13, which looks very similar to this. Mm-hmm. I think without the band, it'd be really hard to tell the difference. Except for and size. Why? Is the UF-13 bigger? Smaller. 
Oh, this is bigger than the UF-13. Yeah, this is bigger than the UF-13. I... Uh, and the UF-13 is not the same style. It's not a perfecto. I did not realize that. You know what, Manny? I feel like that... I don't know what I feel. Sorry. <laughs> Got no jokes for that one. Wow. Dead end. I wish I had a sound effect of a car crashing. <laughs> oh, there it is. <laughs> um, Go ahead, though. So I Sorry. had... Well, in my mind, I compare it to... I want to compare it to a UF-13. I don't know why, but it is another of the Unico series. And when I had the UF-13, we were in the bitter cold outside yes in the wind um possibly very inebriated and it was good i don't think you were that inebriated by the way what me yeah i don't remember you being that inebriated why would you remember that i was having a tough time (laughs) (laughs) some stuff had gone on right right before we went outside that uh you know anyway (laughs) so so moving on yes i remember the uf-13 being very strong very smoky and not sweet like it was a real like dry flavor profile very bitter very earthy yeah um now i'm curious because you said you've had some feral pigs that were kind of fresher yeah and hadn't had time to rest at all in the humidor yeah were those like that? Were those less sweet than this one? Um, I don't feel like they were less sweet. I do feel like that the strength of the cigar, though, maybe overpowered that a little bit. What and, do you mean? Like, because the strength is was a little more bold before resting the cigar. That the okay. sweetness maybe you just didn't taste it as much because it was such a strong tasting cigar. Mm-hmm. Because I'm not even. I mean, it is a. I think that we will discover as we continue to smoke this that it is in fact a strong cigar. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think also the flavor is just, especially if you don't let them rest. I mean, the flavor was pretty significant and pretty strong. Um, so I think this that in some ways I've missed out in the past by not allowing it to rest. Yeah, this is amazing. Mm-hmm. I mean, so far I, I'm comparing it to, I mean, this has to be at this point, we'll see where it goes. I would say top five. Yeah. Yeah. Top nice. five cigars. Nicely done. This is awesome. Nicely done, Jonathan Drew. So, we are fans of Jonathan Drew. We are, yeah. Not everyone is, believe it or not. Really? Mm-hmm. Um, and one of those gentlemen goes by the name The Catman, with Ooh. a K. And I wanted to read for you, if you want, a review of this cigar. I would love that. So, part of... Part of uh, preparation for smoking this today and talking about it was to look up what other people have thought about this cigar in the past and maybe things that they picked out or experiences that they had. And I I think we separately came across this review and then um, thought it was worth reading. This is interesting. Yeah, this is, for the record, we have also read this gentleman's reviews in the past. (laughs) (laughs) They're pretty hilarious. Uh, Yep. And I think I might just have to read the whole thing. Oh, brace yourselves. So, so, so please stop me if it gets bad or boring or if you need to interrupt for any reason. All right, don't worry, I will. Okay, so this is called 
Cigar Review, Liga Pravada Unico Siri Feral Flying Pig by the Catman. Now, this is an older one. This is dated in 2013, but this was around then. Yeah. Oh, it's good. Mm-hmm. He says, everyone and his brother have written about... I'm reading it... By the way, I'm reading it exactly, so if there's grammatical errors, blame the cat man. Exactly besides maybe a couple words you might have to edit out, correct? Oh, yes. I do have to edit out some naughty words. Yes. Uh, you, hold on. I think to make this review reading better, um, I think that you should replace those naughty words with the most ridiculous replacement word you can think of. What is this, Mad Libs? Yeah, why not? Because I think the most ridiculous words that come to mind are also not allowed. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, all right, never mind. Go ahead. Do your okay. best, okay? Do your best. All right. I'll read it like a Christian. <laughs> Everyone Wait, is it, the, is it the King James Version? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone who art thou brethren. <laughs> have written about this cigar, so I felt it was time to throw my two cents in. Mm, thank you. Liga Pravada Unico Siri Feral Flying Pig is the name of a cigar or a royal title. I think this falls into the same category as the longest song name by the Beatles. Everyone's got something to hide except for me and my monkey. I think the Beatles beat Drew Estate by four words, but it was close. <laughs> 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 I reviewed the unreleased UF-13 a little while back and was unimpressed. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> it's important to, to mention cost. at this point, though, that this guy continuously likes to crap under a state. Anyways. Oh, he's a hater, oh, for yeah. sure. Yep. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, let's see. Uh, mainly, uh, So he didn't like the UF-13, mainly due to the cost-to-pleasure ratio was way down. The pig is a known entity, and this is my first one. Why? Because I'm old and live in a effed up fixed income. That's why. No, I'm not bitter. Laugh out loud. <laughs> <laughs> I read that the size and shape of the cigar came about when Drew Estate executive saw the shape from a photograph of an 1895 cigar salesman's size selection case. Now, that is creative... S going on. <laughs> the cigar must be packed with nuclear pistons because this thing weighs a ton. <laughs> weighs a ton. <laughs> I think he's confusing Uzi. that with the muat. Yeah, my Uzi weighs a ton. <laughs> I have never, I've never felt such a heavy cigar for its shape. Which can I just make almost... a quick comment, please? I mean, to my limited knowledge. It's all just tobacco. <laughs> I mean, it is heavy. Yeah, but I mean, if you took another cigar the same size, shouldn't it weigh about the same? Uh, I don't know. We should try that. Yeah, all right. <laughs> we'll weigh some cigars yeah. on our next episode. <laughs> Sounds good. Sounds riveting. It's a way off. All right. The Catman continues. The cigar is almost black. The wrapper oozes oil, and the veins are close to invisible. Mm -hmm. I love the pigtail cap, which I use to deflower the Ooh. cigar. Ugh. Instead of cutting the cap, pop off the pigtail, and you are ready to go. Wait, is that why you asked me earlier if you should just pop it off? Well, I just I didn't know what he was talking about. <laughs> I didn't realize that you were making a joke to the review. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Anyways, continue. Sure. 
Um, so I did, and now I'm lighting it up. It took no trouble at all to get a perfect draw on the first few puffs, and the cigar starts off as a flavor bomb. Ooh. It's as smooth as my tushy. Huh. That's... <laughs> all right. That's an interesting thing to put in there. He's probably an old guy with flat ass. You know how they have, like, real smooth, like, flat asses? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know that. You never go to the Y? Um, still, I don't know how you would know. They are flat Take a look around, man. They're all over the place. You, you, have, you have good enough vision to see smooth? <laughs> hey, oh, yeah. I get up on close. <laughs> all right. There is a dark cacao happening here. Mm. I like the cinnamon and toast components. I would have to say, an excellent start. Then comes a coffee flavor. Just a hint in the background. Personally, I think the three different blends are the perfect concoction for a cigar. You get the best of all worlds. Some black pepper begins to show. The cigar burns so slow. <laughs> it will take me over two hours to smoke this devil dog. Er, devil pig. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, cat man. So, for the record, though, up to this point... It seems like he's enjoying it. <laughs> yeah, sounds like it. Yeah. You would think. Yeah. But now I think his mood shifts. Yeah, just slightly. Smoke is filling the dining room where I type. I think I will get some nice artsy cigar smoke photos with my piece of crap camera. Wow. The burn line is much better than I had expected. It isn't perfect, but close. Then, all of a sudden, I get a bitter taste. Boom, boom, I'm not boom. quite an inch into the cigar. I take a swig of Diet Coke to wash it away. <laughs> and it is gone. I have no idea what that was. The dark, dark, bittersweet cacao comes to attention. Maybe the bittersweet came along and forgot to bring the cocoa with it Where just a minute it? ago. Go figure. <laughs> I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> I don't know what he's talking about either. Where, where, where'd that come from? Did that cinnamon forget the cacao again? What's that? <laughs> ah, it's gone. Take Never another mind. swig of my Diet Coke. <laughs> How's your cigar, by the way? It is delicious. This is awesome. Yeah, I'm about an inch in already. Ooh, I feel it. Yeah? Well, you stood up? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, continue on with the reading. <laughs> All right. It took me Cat a second. Man goes up. <laughs> the cap begins to unravel a bit. Oh. I can't use the cigar glue when it's at the cap. Won't work with all that moisture. The char line becomes truly perfect. Do you think this guy's got cigar glue just sitting there just waiting, being like, it's a Liga Pravada. I know, Jonathan. All his cigars <laughs> come unravel. It's going to unravel. I gotta glue it all together and make it all sloppy. <laughs> make it extra sloppy for you. <laughs> I'm gonna need another beer in a minute. Hold on. All right. He says, uh, okay, the almost white ash forms a pyramid. Almost. It is a beautiful thing to see. Almost. Then he says, there isn't any change to the flavor profile by this point. It is exactly the same as the first puffs. Oh. I've, had the <laughs> I've had the cigar in my humidor for almost two months, so should have enough rest to purge the flavors the blender intended for me to taste. Hmm. 
the second third begins anew with some great flavor. The cacao has moved out front, and now there is some creaminess, just a tad. The coffee component becomes stronger, and there is some fruity taste. I can't put a finger on it yet. It is tart, but not citrusy. Hmm. More like fresh apricot. Yup, that's it. The cinnamon makes itself known. The sweetness gets stronger, and it seems to be more than apricot. In other words, not fruity. It is ever so <laughs> slight that it might be honey or light molasses. Wait, I like wait, this. wait. I changed my mind. <laughs> I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> Do you know if... I, I like think this. his backspace, his uh, return button is broken on his computer. <laughs> he's using a typewriter. He should keep going. <laughs> Rattling it off. I like this cigar much more than the UF-13. This stick has loads of character. Mm. It is well balanced and it is approaching a nice long finish. Ooh. Plus the construction is much better. Amazingly, I'm almost at the halfway point and the body is at classic medium. That last third must be a doozy, but I remembered to have a bowl of cereal first, hoping to avoid the massive nicotine spins oh. associated with the rep of this cigar. Oh. Do you have cereal? Do you have your cereal have, and your diet coke? No, I didn't get those things ready. I, gotta, I guess I just got to lay down and brace for this massive spins. <laughs> I've gotten the spins, but not from this. No. <laughs> okay, here it is. Okay, the creaminess, cacao, coffee, sweetness, and now some hazelnut hmm. shine at the halfway point. I really like this cigar. Oh, he's more positive than I... Okay. I have one other in my humidor, and it'll end at over $16. That will be my last. Dun, dun, dun. This cigar is excellent, but it ain't that good. I can buy a couple dozen cigars at the 7 to $9 range and be just as happy and be just as good. I think the Wait, how does Dream that Estate math work out? Instead of buying, <laughs> instead of buying a one, dozen. instead of buying one sixteen dollars cigar, he's going to buy a couple dozen nine dollars cigars. <laughs> yeah, because that equals sixteen dollars. Oh, duh! <laughs> My bad. I think the Drew Estate people have created a false mystique about some of their cigars. It blows me away when I see the rabid fans on the Facebook. <laughs> it's almost like a cult. Everyone bows down to Jonathan Drew. Sure, his cigars are very good, but come on. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> why. Isn't that the point? Isn't the point why. to have good cigars? <laughs> why do they like him so much? I mean, they're good. <laughs> then he says, All of a sudden, the flavors become muted. Oh. <laughs> they simmer down and move to the background. The black pepper is close to non-existent. This is strange. The cap becomes a sloppy mess. Oh. <laughs> and it wants to unravel, but I am oh. coaxing it to be good. Ooh, I decide let's... to use my cigar glue because once I take the band off, the thing is going to unravel completely. The glue is applied near the cap, and I wait. Okay, a few minutes have passed, and the glue is dry. Not being an expert on the Liga Provada Unico series, I'm not sure oh. what the cigar is supposed to taste like. <laughs> <laughs> this guy is so lonely. Did you, do you notice, though, that the turn in how he felt about the cigar was after he decided to knock on Jonathan Drew? All of a sudden, it was like, piece of crap. Yeah, it has nothing to do with the... 
<laughs> what he's actually up got to that point him. he was enjoying it and then he starts thinking about other people enjoying their cigars and he's like nope it's garbage <laughs> which i mean if you look at your cigar my guess is that the labels are all roughly in the same place um but i mean you don't have much left by the time you get to that label so is that really worth complaining about it's like people who say they hate dave matthews band are there such people yeah, but that's only because it's popular. That's the only reason. Because it's always good music. They want to be trendsetters. If you say you hate Dave Matthews Band, it's because you got to go against the grain. Because you've never listened to Dave Matthews Band. That's right. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> it has become very earthy, which is very nice. <laughs> <He's>, <laughs> after shitting on him for a while, he says that. Whoops, sorry. Oh. The creaminess and their cacao and the coffee are there, but again, muted. Maybe this is the design of the blender, that the cigar is to be based upon its earthiness and balance and mixture of flavor profiles that make this cigar very smooth. Maybe I got used to smoking too many Nicaraguan puros. <laughs> I feel like if I had a friend that I smoke, I, I smoke cigars with uh, quite a few dudes, and I feel like if any of them ever made that statement, that would be the last cigar I had with them. Yeah, we can't be friends and also stop pushing your glasses up over your nose when you laugh like that. <laughs> Put the dice away. We're not playing D&D tonight. <laughs> Actually. <laughs> I smoke too many Nicaraguan Puros to begin with. <laughs> you don't even know. I mean, I'm not an expert, but... <laughs> what region of Nicaragua is this actually from? Really? <laughs> I do say. <laughs> All right. The cigar begins to move into its final third. I feel a bit lightheaded, but the body of the cigar hasn't reached its full potential yet. If this were a $6 stick, at this point, it would be a toss-up if I finished it or not. <laughs> oh, sorry, I find that funny. At this price, <coughs> Excuse me. I am darn well going to finish it, laugh out loud. <laughs> the char line continues to be perfect. Obviously, there was a huge effort to get only the best... Torresidores to roll these cigars. The construction is to be admired. Just not by me. Oh man, he writes so much. Yeah, he does. Hold on, I gotta keep this thing lit. Um, kind of off topic, but on the cigar, <laughs> um, I do think it's important to mention that I misspoke. It is not a perfecto; it's a vitola. Oh, mine I, says Perfecto, too. Well, Vitola is like a one-of-a-kind cigar that can be a Perfecto shape. Oh, well, there like you go. Vitola, Vitola just references that it's its own shape meant for that cigar. Oh, well, there you but go. But that, that can be any shape, yeah. Learn something new every day. Mm. So, he goes on. Don't worry, we're almost done. Thank God. <laughs> I feel like it's worth reading. It is worth reading. I decide to man up on this. I doubt it. He's writing in his dining room. <laughs> Not all cigars are flavorful. Mom! <laughs> give me another Diet Coke! <laughs> Not all cigars are flavor bombs. These are other... Wait, there are other components to be admired. This is a very good cigar. I just expected something else. Whose fault is that? Mine, of course. A gazillion cigar smokers can't all be wrong. 
So I reconditioned myself to realign my thinking. I'm betting that this is what a high premium Cuban would taste like. Hmm. Not so much attention paid to being a flavor circus, but rather the effort put into making the cigar a work of art. <laughs> this doesn't taste like any Cuban I've ever had. It doesn't. And I do like how he went back again to talk about how great the cigar is. <laughs> he can't make up his mind. Nope. So, he writes more nonsense. <laughs> I believe it. The full body has really kicked in now with just a couple inches to go. Manny Mota, holy cow, my head is doing a Linda Blair. Manny Mota. Never heard that. I don't know what doing a Linda Blair means. Me neither. The black pepper has hit like the soldiers at Normandy. The cacao and coffee rise like a phoenix. Ai chihuahua! What a difference. The cigar's flavor profile has made a huge left turn. I should also note that during this entire experience, only once has the ash fallen from the foot. I now have a 1.5 inch ash hanging on brilliantly. You're right. It was one of those small flat ones. What are you talking about? His ash. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Um, really quick, um, the only thing I can find on Manny Mota is a baseball player. <laughs> okay, well, he, he just wrote a sentence that is Manny Mota and an exclamation point. Huh. All right. Definitely lives alone. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the band has too much glue on it, and I don't know if I can get it off in one piece. It's because you just I lathered it up before you even pulled the band off. <laughs> I carefully use my best folding knife to cut the band off with only the slightest damage to the wrapper. (sighs) It jars the ash into falling on my lap. A sad day at Black Rock. (laughs) I think he just gave away his location. You should find him. He does sound like a Connecticut resident. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, come on. There's got to be more than one Black Rock. Yeah. Could be a cigar shop that he's... uh... Smoke. Oh no, he's in his own house. He's in his dining room. That's right. Maybe he named he named his dining room after a uh, campaign for D and D. Oh, my ash just dropped. Oh, you know, mine actually just did too. Wow, we are on like the same schedule, just like the girls that I know. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Okay, he's, uh, he's almost I just thought done. I'd leave you with that one, just for fun. <laughs> I finish out the cigar, and I'm very pleased with its performance. Since I smoke and write at the same time, I don't retract my thoughts or opinions on what I experienced at Clearly. the time. The point where I glued the wrapper has come loose, and now I must hole the wrapper each time I put the cigar to oh. my mouth. In summary, I can recommend this cigar only if you are bucks up. The novelty and scarceness. I assume that of means c- wealthy. I think so. <laughs> okay. The novelty and scarceness of the cigar does not make it worth sixteen dollars. I enjoyed it, but after I smoked the second in my possession in a couple months, that's it for me. Whew, we're done. So he must have bought two at one time, and then was just like, "Yeah, I don't like it." Yeah, he bought two when he could have bought like six dozen nine-dollar cigars. For the record, um, I have gifted the cigar three times. 
not including the one I've gifted to you, so four times. Um, and this is the third one that I've smoked. And I do have another one in my humidor. Um, so help me with math, Manny. That would be four million. That's eight. Eight of these cigars that I have. One was oh. a gift in, a, in that box of the uh, Year of the Pig that my wife got me. Ooh. Um, but the other ones have been, once I had this cigar once, and mind you, this time around it is much better than the last two times I've smoked it. Um, I will buy the cigar anytime I see it. <laughs> if I see it in the smoke shop, I'm purchasing it. How hard is it to get a hold of a box? Um, it's actually not that hard. I don't know what the cost is, but I mean... I'm sh- yeah, I'm sure it costs a fair bit. And I, I, should, I should correct myself. I have seen this at um, the uh, Cigar International spot in Pennsylvania, at both of them, and I did not buy it then. But that's because I had my eyes set on some other stuff that I needed to stay in budget for. But uh, they had boxes of it. Yeah, they have they have them there. You can get a hold of them. You can order them online through Cigar International. Ooh. Seen them on Thompson. <clears throat> um, on, I'm looking at Famous Smoke right now. All right, so you can get a box of ten. Yep. Excuse me. Wait, can I make a guess? Sure. I'm gonna say two thirty. Higher or lower? Lower. Oh, 210? Nope. 190? Nope. Lower? Yep. 150? Nope. Lower? No, it's 180.99. So it ends up being roughly 18 bucks a stick. Yeah, it's about right. Doesn't really save you money depending on where you live. <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> well, it looks like uh, Famous Smoke is trying to make up for the money that Drew Estate lost. Yeah, they're probably in cahoots. Yeah, probably. Hmm. I do have to say, the flavor profile has not changed a ton, but it is still delicious. And I mean, I've I've been staring at the cigar the entire time that you were yammering on. And uh, (laughs) I mean, to see the smoke just billowing out of this thing, you would think that it would throw the taste off a little bit. But it doesn't. It's really smooth. I'm finding this is smooth. I mean, you could tell it's a strong cigar. I've been sitting this whole time. Um, like I definitely feel like I have a little buzz from it. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, it's really smooth. Once again, this one that's been aged for a year is really smooth. Oh, here's a box of 10 for 160 Oh. At CubanCrafters.com. Hmm. Well, that's good, man. I need another beer. Do you? Yeah. Do you have any reviews? Um, I do. Should I just start reading one while you're getting yourself another beer? I guess you could, or you could just let it be silent. Uh, no, I've, I've got a little something here. Oh, are you already ready to end the podcast? What is? <laughs> I'm done. All right. I'll read a little review while you're going. Uh, This is a review from Cigar Coop. Uh, For the past three years, Drew Estate has released a special Vitola in its popular Liga Pravada Utica series, Feral Flying Pig. Liga Pravada series is series that has been called the Flying Pig. The first was the Liga Pravada number nine Flying Pig, and that was followed up last year by the Liga Pravada T52 Flying Pig. Both were variations of the number nine and the T52 blends, respectfully, and came in... Four and a quarter by 60. There we go. That's the length on the flying pigs. 
And um, I'm back. Size Perfecto Vitolas. This year, Driste has released the third Flying Pig, but has done things differently. All right, so in case you missed that, Manny. I did. Um, prior to the cigar coming out, they had already come out with the number nine and the T52 Flying Pig style. So those came before the Pharaoh Flying Pig. Gotcha. Um, but things are done differently. They have opted to go with a new blend and include it in their Unica series line. This one is called the Liga Privada Serie Feral Flying Pig. The Vitola is different from the original Flying Pigs. Overall, the cigar is an outstanding addition to the Liga Privada brand and proves to be one powerful smoke. Um, it does give a little background um, to Liga Privada and the Unica series. Um, I'm not going to read all of that, though. The word is that there will be... So those came before the Pharaoh Flying Pig. Gotcha. Um, but things are done differently. They have opted to go with a new blend and include it in their Unica series line. This one is called the Liga Privada Serie Pharaoh Flying Pig. The Vitola is different from the original Flying Pigs. Overall, the cigar is an outstanding addition to the Liga Privada brand and proves to be one powerful smoke. Um, it does give a little background um, to Liga Privada and the Unica series. Um, I'm not going to read all of that, though. The word is that there will be somewhat increased production on the Feral Flying Pig. When was this, when was this article written? 2011. Ooh, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, <laughs> me too. So at the time... Um, Ten years ago, or nine years ago. Yeah. <laughs> I, I completely missed where I was. Spiritually? The, it, no, I'm, I'm, I'm there still. Um, anyway, I think I read politics? that they had released 200 boxes originally. Which might be why this was such like a in-demand cigar. I thought it was 2,000, no? Originally, oh. 200. All right, man. Would you buy a box of these? Um, I would buy a box of these. I honestly probably would. I, I don't have the money to do that at the moment. Yeah, not like right now. But it's they're not not worth the money. No, they're, they're definitely worth the money. I do view this as like a special occasion. I mean, we lit this, what, five, ten minutes before we started recording? Yeah. And right now we're about 40 minutes in. Ugh. Turn it off. Turn this off. Whoever's <laughs> listening. <laughs> if you're still listening, Ugh. go get some Diet Coke. <laughs> go get a Davidoff and a Diet Coke. Um, and I'm probably about an inch and a quarter from the band. So I don't know if this is a two-hour cigar. I've also been, I mean, I'm not following our, our rule that we read quite a few episodes ago of every 30 seconds. So That's probably why. Yeah, there you go. It is why. <clears throat> yeah, so this guy does give a little history of the cigar, gives a little bit of his own perspective on the flavor profile. Um, this guy also agrees that this is an easy box purchase for him. Full strength, full body. I like how his summary is burn is good plus. Draw is excellent. Complexity, low. I would agree with that. 
It's not very complex, but it is delicious. Um, strength is full, body is full. Assessment, memorable. Cool. Oh, that's delicious. You don't think it's complex, huh? Now, what would you, what would you consider complex when it comes to a cigar? Like thinking of an example of cigar that I would consider complex? What would make it complex? Well, I don't know. Um, taking a guess at what he might have meant. Maybe... No, no, I'm talking about you. Okay. Well, calm down. You. Calm. You. Hey. You, you got a <laughs> gift. Uh, complex. Uh, maybe... It changes flavor profiles at some point. I mean, I don't know. Complex doesn't necessarily mean a good or bad cigar. No. Um, but what I wonder is, though, because sometimes you get one that's just so well blended that it is hard to pick out, like, unique flavors. True. That's kind of what I thought of, like, some of the other, other Liga Provada series is that there are diff- way different tobaccos in some of them, but they're just they're very well blended, so you kind of get this overall consistent profile. Yeah. I, I kind of like that. Yeah, me too. I, but I personally to... would not call that complex, though. Okay, well then, please share your definition of complex. My Mr. definition Wish of Dictionary. a complex cigar would be a to me a cigar that changes in both um, fullness and strength and flavor profile throughout the cigar. I would say that is a complex cigar. Only because I feel like that, you know, I'm such a master roller and all, as you know clearly (laughs) from the cigars I sent you that I rolled. (laughs) But I do feel like that it would take some work and effort to change the flavor profile within one cigar. As opposed to you're just taking the filler, wrapping that up in the binder, wrapping that up in the wrapper. You know what I mean? Well, sometimes it's the, it's the result as you smoke it, I would imagine, because as the tobacco heats up and as it, you know, the moisture in the smoke passes over the cigar that's further back towards your mouth, I'm sure the flavor profiles change of just, even if it's all the same, like as you smoke it, it like to a degree they change. Yeah, I guess I could see that. But to what degree is where I would label it as a complex cigar or not? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I hear you. I hear you. Good. Uh, it's good to be heard, you know? I'll give you that. I validate your feelings. Thank you. You know what? That's, yep. that's the best thing I've heard all day. You are not alone. Thank you. Welcome. Mm. Speaking of flavor profile, we don't do this often, Manny, but what flavors are you picking out on this cigar? I feel like we like to more so make fun of people who pick out flavors of cigars. <laughs> Well, I will say, I do think the flavor, as we're speaking, the flavor profile is changing. I don't know if you're experiencing similar things. Um, I am, because I just took a sip of that mango hibiscus tea. <laughs> it tastes, it's not fruit. I thought it was fruit, but, <laughs> but it's it clearly fruit. not fruit. <laughs> Maybe apricot, Something so definitely else. not fruit. <laughs> I don't know what it is, it just happened. Um, I'm tasting something interesting now. It's different. I was tasting a lot of chocolate at the beginning. I mm-hmm. think you're right. Um, maybe more coffee-ish towards the middle. Yeah. Now it's kind of like, um, mm, what is that flavor? 
Like burned nuts, maybe? Hmm. I don't know. It's still good. I can Just see different. that. I can see that. I didn't necessarily pick that up earlier. I, I was going to say burned plastic, but that sounded gross, and that's not really what it tastes like. But it reminds you slightly of it. Something burning. <laughs> Probably that cigar. <laughs> Stove's on. Yeah. <laughs> Is it actually? Yeah, I left it on in the house before I came out here. No. Oh. <laughs> I thought you meant to like, keep the barn warm. I don't know. <laughs> I I have done that. <laughs> oh, what is a here's a, here's a fun look, quick little topic that we didn't discuss talking about. And I feel like it it has to do with I mean my answer to this question has to do with what you just said. But uh, save it for the air. Yeah. Let's talk about it on the air. <laughs> for anyone who's wondering why Manny's being so ridiculous. Uh, Manny often tells me when I'm talking to him about normal stuff to save it for the air. Save it for the air. And that's exactly how I impersonate him. <laughs> save it for the air. <laughs> but this just happened to me tonight, so I figured I'd ask the question. Is uh, Have you recently, <laughs> or I should say, keeping it at least PG-13, let's say PG-11, <laughs> rated. Okay. Um, have you made a joke that clearly everyone else in the room did not appreciate? If anything, they probably looked down on you for the joke that you made. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Well, I, I was hoping that you'd share it in a PG-11 uh, well, style. Geez, you got to give me a minute to think about this. I mean, it happens so often. <laughs> um, oh, here's one. But it's... Oh, uh-oh, baby's crying. But uh, it's more something that I laughed at in public that no one else laughed at. Yeah. So, so I was at a mental health conference with a lot of um, administrators and politicians in health. Oh, so it's not like, that's not like another word for like, I was put in the loony bin. No, no. Okay, no, just making no. sure. <laughs> Um, so, and, and there was a panel, a uh, discussion panel, talking about available services for folks in New York State. And it was really early in the morning, and I was in a room with probably 150 people. I was sitting towards the front. It was all tables. It was like we had breakfast, and it was silent. And one lady goes to the next person, you know... It's our duty to follow up and do this work and said something else. And I, I instantly go, <laughs> you know, I laugh at first and no one really hears me. And I'm like, of course, people are laughing. He said, she said duty. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And then the other person on the panel who was like, you know, chief of finance of like <laughs> New York State Health or whatever goes, I didn't hear the first word. What was that? She goes, I said duty. It's our duty. And I just started laughing, and I laughed out loud in this room and realized zero other people were laughing. <laughs> and probably no one got the joke that I was laughing at, which arguably isn't really even a joke. <laughs> I'd say it is. <laughs> but just because they said duty, and then he made her say duty again. <laughs> 
Yeah, it was a good one. No, it is so a yeah, good one. I laughed out loud and everyone at my table just kind of looked at me and then looked away pretending not to notice. <laughs> was it just like people that you work with at your table or just people that you didn't know? <laughs> Sadly, it was people that I network with all throughout healthcare in New York State. And now they know where you stand on duty jokes. Yes, they do. <laughs> they know how to get a laugh out of you. <laughs> yeah, well, my, see, now that you say that, it makes me sound like a real jerk if I share mine. Oh, please do. Well, all right, so there's a group of us from our church who meet every Wednesday night. And uh, we're reading through a book. Um, the author is, I mean, I won't get into all the details about the book. but Thank in, you. Yeah, but in the chapter that we're reading... It's, a, it's about a guy who went and hiked the Himalayan mountains um, and experienced while going through different villages, like kind of just the, the desperateness of some of the people there. And he was talking about one person who he was traveling with who originally was found in one of those villages chained up in a, um, in a barn for seven years of his childhood. Um, and then he was basically rescued out of that situation. Like he was just cha- like chained in there like an animal. So, so a typical it, upbringing. Yeah, exactly. Typical upbringing in the Himalayas. <laughs> um, <clears throat> thank you for laughing. <laughs> was, he a, was he a Yeti prisoner? <clears throat> no, he was not a Yeti prisoner. It was just his dad did not like him or something. Oh, and then I mean, they didn't give a ton of detail of why. Sorry. But uh, so, you know, I'm sitting in a room with eight people who have all read the same book. And we're kind of all talking about like just, yeah, that and lots of other stories that kind of came up in this chapter that were pretty, pretty horrific. Um, and, cool. and at the end, someone said, Hey, does anyone have any prayer requests? And my quick witted response was, well, it's a good thing that I don't have a barn or else one of my kids would have ended up being out there at night <laughs> <laughs> and no one laughed. <laughs> oh my God. What's wrong with you? <laughs> oh, I thought it was a funny moment. That's all. <laughs> Uh, and I get, I get why that's inappropriate, <laughs> but I feel like a good joke's still a good joke, you know. I did make a joke today, but people laughed at it, even though it was inappropriate. So I guess that doesn't count. No, it doesn't count. It's that moment where you, where you just for a second you're like, do I try and joke my way out of this horrible joke that I just made? And by horrible joke, I mean like just no one appreciated it. It was not a horrible joke. I thought it was a well-timed, well-laid-out joke. People didn't like my joke today <laughs> when they were wondering why their faxes were taking so long from when they fax them to when they're received by the other fax machine on the other end. <laughs> and I said, well, it's got a route through Russia and Iran first. <laughs> like, no one laughed. <laughs> See, it's, I think that's good. <laughs> I think people just need to lighten up, man. And light up. Yes. That's right. Is that your plug for our sponsor? And Rivera Pipes. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, gosh. <clears throat> hey, do you want to hear a good review of this cigar? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm a little torn of whether or not that last one was a good review. Ooh. So, uh, well, so yeah, I'd like to hear another good review, maybe? Uh, well, if that's a maybe, I don't know. I mean, you really got to want this. No, I mean, like, maybe the last one was technically a good review. So I'd like to oh, hear another hear one. You. Yeah. I got you. Okay. Yeah, thank well, you. this one isn't nearly as long. Thank goodness. So. Uh, oh. This guy identifies himself as Defetis. <laughs> wow. 
and I think you might understand why. <laughs> Maybe. Um, he says, This is the second feral pig I've had. The first one I did not review. I also wasn't sure I liked it. The flavors were great, but the stick really rocked my stomach and had me hurting. No. I acquired this one from a member on here. It's a it's a forum, so he this this nerd posted on a forum. The cigar has a year and a half on it. I'm aware that or I'm aware these lose their kick with age, but after the first one I had, that may not be such a bad thing. I have to say, first and foremost, I love the shape of these cigars. <coughs> I've had to smoke one Vitola for the rest of my life. This is top three. Boom. After the pre... Which, I mean, hey, I'm not responsible for the grammar. <laughs> After the pre-light, and this one gets... Oh, my God. Wow, I think that uh, chili is coming back on you. Or whatever oh. it was that you ate. <laughs> it's a lot of things. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I am feeling, I'm feeling the nicotine a little bit from this, but not, not nowhere near some of the other ones I've had. Yeah. So Defetus goes on to say, uh, after the pre-light, this one gets going. The smoke output is what every Liga is known for. Well, this one is a step above. Massive amounts of smoke coming out the fore and head of the cigar, and it never stops. <laughs> the never. flavor is a strong, it's still smoking earthy smoking right now. <laughs> the flavor is a strong, earthy spice, and I love this flavor. Mm. The ash holds on about halfway through the smoke with ease. The smoke time on these really impresses me, as there are points where you have taken 15 draws and the burn line doesn't hardly move. (laughs) The flavors... Yeah, I know. The flavors are still consistent, but the full bodiness of this smoke is starting to appear. At this point, the last time I smoked one of these, I could already feel the wrath but this time it's not near as bad. Hmm. Turn the page. To me, this cigar so was at a newspaper in front of you. <laughs> yeah, I just printed it out. <laughs> to me, this cigar was at its peak of taste, flavor, strength in a great way at this point. Nothing really has diminished except the awful bitterness that put my stomach in knots the oh. last go around. I can honestly say my love for this Vitola is back in full stride, and I don't think they lose a whole hell of a lot of edge after a year and a half. Sorry, a whole heck of a lot of edge after a year and a half. Smoke time, 2 hours and 12 minutes, age, 1 year, 6 months, relative humidity, 65%. So far on my Liga journey... I've tried many sizes of the 9 and T-52s, a few UF-13s, and one UF-4. This smoke is at the top for me, 93 out of 100. Wow. <laughs> Two hours and 12 minutes seems long. Yeah, how long have we been going? Uh, about an hour. We'll see. I doubt we're going to get to two hours. We'll see. Nope. I hope not. And also, yeah, it's not nearly as strong as I thought it would be. Maybe it does really benefit from sitting around for about a year. Yeah, I've had the one that you have there, I've had for about the same amount of time, too. That's good to know. Yeah, it is. Mm. So, in all of my fear of the nicotine content and the reputation of this cigar, I was curious. 
I've heard of nicotine overdose being a thing. Yeah. Uh, I've heard of like kids ingesting some of the e-juice uh, and having nicotine poisoning. You can absorb it through your skin. Um, you can vape too much if you're into that. And you can, it's not poisoning, but you can get symptoms like stomach cramps, nausea, diarrhea, you know, whatever, dizziness uh, from nicotine, even just from a regular cigar. So I, I was curious, what are some remedies that people use to overcome, not nicotine poisoning, because I think you need to go actually go to the hospital, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but like nicotine, like tiny overdose, like a mini overdose where you just have too much and you got to get some fresh air or whatever. So <laughs> apparently there were, what was it, uh, one call to the, C, uh, to the poison control per month of nicotine poisoning in 2000 and, or the year 2000 as opposed to the year 2014 where there's 252 calls per month of nicotine poisoning oh and that is because largely the, of the e-juice where people spill it they ingest it they don't know how much they're using and they end up calling poison control to figure out what to do. Yeah, I'm just reading right now, 50% of cases of nicotine exposure reported to the American Association of Poison Control is children under the age of six. Yeah, probably drinking the stuff. Yep. Uh, probably not children under six, like, smoking cigars and feeling sick. No, although that might happen. <laughs> so, uh, I found some interesting remedies. So there, there's an e-cigaretteforum.com where someone asks, any remedies for a small nicotine overdose? <laughs> ShayBabe15 says... Small nicotine overdose. Any remedies Shea, for being a cis? <laughs> ShayBabe15 says, so I have never had this happen. I've had a bad week so far. Got excited and smoked about two milliliters in a very short period of time. <gasps> 18 milligrams. I'm tiny. Four foot nine, 85 pounds. Was a heavyish smoker. Yeah, Blah. See, this is a six-year-old right here. <laughs> Blah. Now I feel icky. Heart rate is normal, but it feels like it's racing. Lightheaded. I'm drinking lots of water. Deep breaths. Is there anything else that you found that helps? I'm tired, but I don't want to go to bed. I don't want my heart to stop. Lol. I know it won't, <laughs> though. Haha. <laughs> but yeah, anything helps. Thank you. <laughs> Spaceballs Rules says. <laughs> this is going to be great advice. <laughs> That's about all you can do. Just put down the PV and breathe and drink water. You will be fine, and this shall pass. Just pay attention to your symptoms and be on the safe side. Akatana, or Akatina says, oh, by the way, Akatina is an ultra member at eCigaretteForum.com, says, my dad used to have this happen to a few customers from his cigar shop. Uh, putting down the vape and drinking water are good, but eating may very well help as well. Eating helps kick off the rest of your digestion and, meta and metabolic systems. And that means the nick in your system might get processed out a little more quickly. According to at least one customer, lying on the floor helps too. <laughs> Feel better soon. <laughs> oh, I, I mean, I do laugh, but I do have a story I could share with you, Manny, about my own personal experience. Yes. I would not call it a nicotine overdose. Oh. I'd call it a, a wild ride. Yes, please. <laughs> um, I do have uh, 
when e-cigarettes first came out and they first came out with a big canister, uh, a buddy of mine had, I don't know, invested like 300 bucks in one and then changed his mind and wanted a different one. Um, so anyways, he was like, ah, I'm just going to throw it out. I was like, dude, I'll take it and didn't really know anything about it. And uh, I picked up, I think we discussed in, I forget what episode, um, my allergy to propylene glycol. Oh, yeah. So I picked up a propylene glycol-free solution. Um, and I don't know how much nicotine was in it. And it wasn't something that I was like doing often, so I didn't like research it. I didn't really care much about it. Um, but I got like a, I think it was called like Ocean Breeze was the flavor. Um, and then I also had an espresso flavor. And I was trying to switch out without different canisters. So basically, I just had to empty out one fluid and put in the other fluid. And uh, so I was trying to clear out as much as the ocean breeze. And I like, took, it used to be like a little mouthpiece on top of the canister. And I took it off. And when I went to blow in it to try and get as much of the juice out, I like sucked it all down my mouth. <laughs> Ugh. And I mean, all. I mean, it wasn't like I took a swig. But I mean, it was, it was a decent amount. Ugh. And I remember just standing in my driveway, just my heart started racing. I felt like dizzy, like I was like salivating. And I remember calling up my buddy who I got it from, and I was like, dude, like, wh- how, like how do you know if you're like overdosing for nicotine? And he was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> and I was like, I don't know, I got a bunch of the stuff in my mouth, and I, I feel like my heart's going crazy. And he was just like, uh, yeah, yeah, you're fine. He's <laughs> like, did you like drink it? I'm like, no, it just went in my mouth. He's like, yeah, you're probably just fine. <laughs> um, That's disgusting. So I do. I, I am laughing at some of these people, but I. That's horrible. In my defense, it was like my first time ever, like really, you know, experiencing e-juice, and I wasn't really, I didn't really know anything about it, and all of a sudden, I felt like I was losing control. And that's when I started the twelve-step program. Yeah, you took twelve steps, started walking. <laughs> yeah, and then I felt fine. <laughs> yeah. all right there's another website a public service announcement how to deal with nicotine overdose in three easy steps quit (laughs) although there's four steps so that's interesting well only three of them are easy (laughs) (laughs) one of them's a little more difficult it literally says in three easy steps and it has four bullets underneath (laughs) one stop vaping this should be obvious. That's all it says. Yeah. There you go. Two, That's wash your step. hands. <laughs> Often you may have gotten some liquid on yourself and not noticed it, so you're slowly absorbing it through your skin. Also, the smell of soap on your hands can cut through the aftertaste of what you were vaping and center you. Okay. Hmm. Three, Very chug zen. a lot of water. Chug it. This is actually the most important step. It will halt the progression of symptoms and help dilute the concentration of nicotine in your body. Four, eat a spoonful of sugar or honey. Apparently, this helps a lot. I haven't tried it, but next time I will. And confirm. <laughs> wow, thanks. This is a doctor, I'm assuming, right? Oh, this is from Reddit. <laughs> oh, yeah. Dr. R. This is a, a post by Bigglesworth Labs. <laughs> I do have symptoms of nicotine poisoning here, Manny. What do you mean? If you'd oh, like to hear when the you symptoms, yeah. Yeah, let's hear it. Uh, nicotine poisoning tends to occur in two stages. Within the first 15 to 60 minutes, kind of a big window, following exposure, symptoms are related to the stimulatory effects of nicotine and include 
um, excess salvia, salvia in the mouth. Sorry, saliva. <laughs> I don't want that. I'm getting a text while I'm trying to read this. Oh, come on. <laughs> I wasn't sending a text. I was getting one. Don't, I can't be blamed for that. <laughs> um, stom- uh, feeling nauseous. Stomach ache. Vomiting. Loss of appetite. Dehydration. Eye irritation. Headache. Dizziness. Tremors. Anxiety and restlessness. Confusion. Sweating. Cough. Rapid breathing. Increased heart rate. Elevated blood pressure. Following this stage, the body begins to Risky wind down. Risky promiscuity with male <laughs> friends. Oh. Sorry, continue. Is that, is that what you experience? No, no, no. I just thought that was a symptom. because Only going to send mind. you these cigars. <laughs> Following this stage, the body begins to wind down. Nicotine depressor effects appear within the few hours. These include low blood pressure, slow heart rate, shallow breathing, diarrhea, fatigue, Weakness and pale skin. I just, I feel like diarrhea is just like the, the cherry on top there. <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean, you just have that every day anyway, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess I'm constantly exposed to nicotine poisoning. <laughs> pale skin. Well, yep, there we go. <laughs> Got that, check. In extreme cases, symptoms include seizures, coma, breathing difficulties, and respiratory failure. Serious or fatal nicotine overdoses can occur, but are very rare. Yeah, there you go. That's how I like my steak. (laughs) (sighs) Uh, Oh, here's a good suggestion. You like your steak with respiratory uh, failure? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, He says, uh, Uniform Convergence says, Eat a spoonful of pure sugar. No one around here mentions this, and it's really the best way to deal with Nick sickness. Oh, gosh. Yeah, you can't say nicotine. You got to say Nick. Yeah, it's the cool thing. I learned it from smoking cigars. Other sugary things won't, or other sugary things work like drinking a can of Coke. Eating an apple may help too, but it works much more slowly since you have to digest it a bit. Hmm. Now, I think one thing that we didn't mention, Manny, is why you're looking into this. Well, listen, all the hype. You told me this was like the strongest cigar you've ever had in your life. Not, I didn't say in my life. Okay, what did you say then? I said it's one of the strongest cigars I've had, yes. <laughs> Look, I'm okay, not, not going to... sorry. No, no, no. That's something, that's something that I take very seriously, Manny. All right. Sorry. All right, we have not reviewed LFD yet. Oh, I don't know if we can. Yeah? Well, now you've got all the prep work you need. <laughs> I got all, I'll just keep some sugar on hand and I'll start housing that when we smoke a Lenox. Now, I know for me, I have, a, I have a couple, or I've had a couple buddies in the past, no one that I currently smoke with, because I'm a grown adult, um, <laughs> who uh, every time they had a cigar, they would end up like laying down with the spins. <laughs> and I'd be like, what do you, like, just don't smoke a cigar. Like, literally every time. They'd be like, I'll have a cigar. And from, then, like, what cigar would put them on the floor? Um, anywhere from, I'm trying to think, as far back as... Um, a CAO Cameroon, like the good ones from back in the day. Those are really smooth. Yeah. <laughs> to, I mean, really any cigar, any cigar at all that they would smoke. They would just get dizzy and huh. feel sick and a couple times threw up. Um, I thought it was mainly because this individual let the idea that they were feeling sick get to their head and that's why they threw up. But I don't know that I've ever felt sick 
on a cigar. Don't, don't get me wrong. I felt like kind of sick after like my fifth cigar of the day on like a vacation trip. Oh. And I'm not like sick, but just kind of been like, yeah, I think I'm done. Like that's not just grizzled. <laughs> exactly. Just grizzled through and through. At that point when if I sweat, it was just cigar smoke coming out of my pores. <laughs> um, but, uh, but I don't know that I've ever like just in smoking a cigar have ever felt sick before. How about you? See what I'm getting at here? See what I just did? No. Are you waiting for someone? <laughs> Did you? What, 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 what specifically are you asking me? Like, you have said, you what ever? About you? <laughs> have you ever felt sick from a cigar, Manny? Yes, yes, I have. Yeah. The worst. The worst time was I bought an Ashton cabinet mm-hmm. when I was probably 19. And we went out fishing. And I was, we were on the ocean in a tiny little boat, bobbing up and down. And we were chumming, so we were throwing fish guts <laughs> and fish oil all over the place. <laughs> and... uh we had the Ashton Cabinets, which were surprisingly spicy and surprisingly strong cigars. Along with, we weren't 21, so we bought non-alcoholic beer. Wait, was this us? No, this was myself and Joel. Oh, I was going to say, because I remember similar stories. <laughs> yeah. I'm I mean, arguing with a clerk about how it's non-alcoholic, so we should be able to buy it. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> For no reason. <laughs> Not alcoholic beer isn't even good. No, no, but it was it made us feel cool. It did. So that time, bobbing up and down on the boat, smelling all the fish oil and guts, smoking the super strong cigar, drinking nothing but non alcoholic beer. Yeah, I got a little got a little sick. Yeah. I mean you you could say that that was because of other things. It wasn't necessarily because of the cigar. Well, yeah, I usually I also put down cigars if I start to feel not well. I think the last one that made me feel a little sick was well, definitely the Lenox from uh what is the what is uh, La Flor Dominicana, right? LFD Lenox, yes sir. I'm trying to think if there's been one since I don't think since then there's been one where I feel sick. No? No, I don't think so. I think didn't you tell me that the UF was one that you felt sick for? When we were smoking it out in the cold, the UF-13? Yeah. Uh, yes. Again, um, I might have been inebriated and intoxicated, and that might have also influenced how I was feeling. Makes sense. Makes sense. On top of the strong nicotine rush. I apologize if you can hear me moving around at all with my headset. Oh, yeah, no, no, it's fine. Chase, quiet down, man. What's you? I just got a Tums. Um, yep, see, he's feeling it, folks. <laughs> just, hey, listen. He's Jelly tequila it. and a strong cigar. I need a little bit of calcium. You are a Tums eater, though. Excuse me? You eat those things like crazy. <laughs> no, not like crazy. I have like one or two a day. Yeah, that's I would I have like one or two like every 6 months. 
Yeah, but you have gout. And <laughs> you so don't be hating on me for my food-related indigestion. All right. Well, touche. Did you have any other uh, little topics you wanted to talk about there, Manny? Yeah, I did, actually. I did. Well, get on with it, brother. All right. Hold on. Hold. Hold. Holding. It's getting cold out here. I can now see my breath. <laughs> no, that's just the smoke billowing out. Oh, let's see. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> nope, I don't have anything else. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that note. Yeah, man. What do you want to smoke next time? Uh, well, for, this thing is still going. Yeah, so is mine. And I'm I'm past where the band was at this point. Same here. I had to take that off. I'm still smoking it. It's a little nub at this point, but it's still good. We're about an hour and 20 minutes in. That's not bad at all. No, and it still tastes delicious, honestly. It, yeah, this is great. It, I think it's honestly worth the money, although I know it's very expensive. Not for your beginner. No. And probably not for someone looking to get into cigars, only because it is so expensive. And it is. It, it, I'd probably put it on the full body side, probably. Yeah, yeah I would. Um, so if you're not really prepared, like I, I do feel the nicotine. I, I feel fine, though. I don't feel sick. But if you're not used to that. <laughs> oh, oh, my gosh. <laughs> Um, um, yeah, I think I've said cigar. this before, but uh, but I do feel like if you are newer into the cigar world, if you're a little bit of a novice, so to speak, and you want to get into Liga Pravadas, a good way, I don't know that it's necessarily cost effective, because they're like five bucks a piece, are the, um, excuse me, the Papas Fritas. Ah, oh, the Papas Fritas. Or the Nasty Frita. The Nasty Fritas. Although, I mean, an easy way to ease into um, the Unica series of Liga Pavada is also the Undergrounds. Yep. Yeah, the Underground Maduro specifically is uh, very similar to a lot of the Unica series. Would you say generally the Unico series from Drew Estate is on the full body side of things? I would say that, yes. Yeah, almost all of them. Maybe with the exception of a couple that I'd put more of like a medium. Um, yeah, and actually, now that you mentioned that, like I would put like the L40 at a medium, as well as the Velvet Rat, probably. Um, yeah, I'd put that at a medium. Um, oh, 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 hold on! What the hell's going on over there? Lost my microphone there. You mean your headphones? <laughs> well, it's a, still a microphone, Manny. Don't hate on me. You got to get a microphone, man. This sound sucks. I know. I was intending to go this week before this episode. And I was laid up with gout. Wow. What, what's going to happen is you're going to get a much better mic than mine. And then you're going to sound even better. Well, I mean, that's already debatable. Whether or not I sound better. Sound better with your mouth. My dad always told me I had a, uh, I had a face for podcasts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you don't wear pants. So it's probably better that you just do audio format. Speaking of which, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to test something right now. Oh, my. My father texted me a couple weeks ago asking what the name of our podcast was. Because he said he was going to sit down and smoke one of those moldy cigars of his. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and wanted something to listen to. 
Um, mind you, I've talked to him probably eight times since then, and he's never once brought it up. So my he guess... I shouldn't listen, man. I don't advertise this to anyone. Well, that my, well my guess to. is that he started listening to it. And mind you, Manny and I have been friends since middle school. <laughs> so chances are he was like, nah, I've heard enough of this. <laughs> yeah, he was so quickly annoyed. Hey, <laughs> holes I can't do this anymore. <laughs> hey, one thing that I am noticing about the cigar real quick, Manny, is that right beyond the burn line, it's like a little ring of... It looks like it's damp. Have you noticed Yo, that, Yo, I'm noticing the same thing. I kept thinking, like, was I splashing stuff on it? It's like it's perfect little ring, right right, right beyond the burn line. Probably maybe three-sixteenths up. That yeah, so mine, mine doesn't have a perfect ring, but it has, like, a couple spots where, yeah, it looks like I splashed it. But it's all, you can see it's like a fine little line that it's following. Yeah. What do you think that is? I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I can. Pro- it's probably Nicotine. Chase. Probably the oils. Mm-hmm. Um, as they heat up, rising to the surface of the leaf, right at that spot. Yeah, baby. Very oily cigar. Mm-hmm. All right, I just relit it because it went out. Oh. And now it tastes pretty darn darn strong. <laughs> Hmm. well hey i think for our next episode we should get into the skinny monsters all right let's do it who makes those things it's a tatuaje skinny monster Uh, you want to say a little bit about them or not yet um they are skinny and they're monsters that's right Uh, they are lanceros that the cigar brand tatuaje came out with and I think there are 11 of them, if I'm not mistaken, 11 different blends. Um, and they're all named after a quote-unquote monster. Sounds scary. Yep. But, uh, but I've had a, fo- a few of them, and they are delicious. And I think that uh, we have, I think I sent you a few of them um, that I would put in a different, different categories than the ones I have. Like, we have a couple of them that are definitely a smoother smoke, um, more mild to medium-bodied. We also have a couple of them that are full-bodied. So I think we could probably take two very different cigars and uh, review them both. That'd be cool. Yeah, man. I'm down, man. Any concluding thoughts on this baby? Um, Nothing that's worth mentioning. I figured. (laughs) Uh, No, it is delicious, though. I I will definitely be uh, purchasing more of these and aging them in my humidor. And gifting them to your friends. Mm. Yes. Yeah, I'll have to think of some people that I could gift it to, though. Yeah, I'll try and think of some, too. Worthy, worthy people. Hey, speaking yeah. of which, still waiting on a box from our sponsor, en- Enververa Pipes. Oh, yeah, I got to put that together. <laughs> no pressure or anything, but, you know, I feel like I sent you a box for Christmas. <laughs> I have all the ingredients of the box. I just got to assemble it. Yeah, it's really hard, huh? It is, man. Yeah, you know, it's hard. a lot of work. Yep, yep. <laughs> well, hey, why don't you play us out there, Manny? I suppose I could do that. You got your old uh, saxophone ready? <laughs> your That's trombone? It. Oh, I got that. <laughs> oh, your bassoon? Your kazoo? <laughs> 
All right. Pick whichever one you like best. <laughs> All right. Here we go.